That keeps going between strings. Oh. Ah. <laughs> oh. Exquisite. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You are getting better. Yeah. <laughs> We're. Uh, we, we've been <laughs> recording these episodes out of order, so uh-huh. this is like the, I don't know, sixth or seventh time I've done this. Yeah. Uh, so What episode order are we on? Uh, this is going to be episode two. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So uh, for the listeners, it's going to sound like I'm getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun ride. So uh, welcome to Garpod. I'm your host, Christy Krawitz. Uh, and with me today, I have Drew Wesley, Austin-based improv teacher and performer, sketch actor, and theater manager at Fallout Theater. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming back on. I'm very happy to. We have Ashley Beasley, dabbler in the theater and resident dog fact knower. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. Happy to be here as well. Wonderful. And as always, we have Tate. Don't sound too excited. <laughs> it's fine. I'm used to it. I'm excited you're here, Tate. <clears throat> so thank you for you showing might regret that. up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you looked right at me. <laughs> thank you for showing up. Yeah. <laughs> the least you could do. Yeah. Oh, man. Does Lyman show up? Oh, well, today yeah. he Lyman should. Be here? Uh, today we're going to talk about John's roommate, Lyman. Who was not in the comic for very long. So I do, before we get started, I want to point out something about what Lyman looks like. I mean, he just looks like a dude. Um, But the way he's drawn, there's there's like an arch of a smile, but then a squiggly line drawn over it to signify a mustache. It's so weird. It looks weird. It looks really... It looks like he's a doll with like stitching sewn I, as his mouth. I thought yeah. it, that was his mouth at first, like, and I was a, like, "What the fuck it's like is the that?" Beard is growing out of his mouth, or some, it's a mouth oh. beard. But, well, like it's but, growing on his actual lip. Like yeah. he, like it's covering up his whole like he's got. Uh, that's like a real seventies mustache yeah. too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a bushy one. Yeah. I mean, I guess in thinking about it now, it's supposed to like even as a kid, I'm like. It's strange how that is, but it's, I guess we're supposed to imply that he has a mustache and then a mouth that we don't see. And when he <laughs> smiles, then the smile makes the mustache look like a smile. <laughs> the yeah. mustache but we smiles just with don't him. see it. But that's not how mustaches work. You know, Tate, Tate has I, I a do, I have mustache. a mustache. Thank you. Tate, can you smile for us here? See? The mustache stays level. It stays Does level. it really? Uh-huh. Well, I yeah. guess... It, yeah, it duh. Your upper lip doesn't you, curve you, you up. Yeah. Like, you'd look like a crazy person. Like, hey. yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lyman. <laughs> I feel like that's what his voice has to sound like, too. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Probably. It's interesting, though. I, I am excited to talk about why Lyman is so important. Yes. <laughs> the whole reason we're discussing Lyman is because there is a dedicated long-running fan theory that john murdered lyman wow yeah so uh let's let's look at lyman's very first appearance which Mm -hmm. was august 7th 1978 early on um so let's see tate can you play john drew can you play lyman and ashley can you play garfield absolutely so in this comic, Lyman just shows up at the door with a suitcase. Yeah. I picture Lyman sounding more like Hyde from that 70s show. So. <laughs> Lyman. John. I'm cold. I'm hungry. I'm weak. Take me in. Sure, Lyman. You know my home is your home. And my sandbox is off limits. Burn. <laughs> Sick, Sick burn. burn. Sick burn. So, uh, so Lyman just shows up one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what we can't see from this comic is that Lyman brings Odie. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. That's where Odie comes from? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, this which, is 
Yeah, this is earth shattering I had for- to me. I had forgotten that Lyman was a roommate and not just a, f- a friend that came over. Um, Before an we, hour ago, I'd never heard the word Lyman. I yeah. never, I didn't know the who this. I don't. I didn't know John ever had a roommate. I never heard of this character. Like, yeah. Also, with this, this one, the, with these, with three panels, it explains Lyman's whole mouth thing because he has a mouth in the first two panels. He's just a huge oh, right. mouth, and then it's just in the third one, his mouth is closed, and so I guess the idea we're supposed to get is that his mustache is so bur- uh, like a bushy that he just hides his mouth. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, like in in a way like that, like Sam Elliott's mustache usually yeah. hides his mouth, but yeah, but this his is mustache like, doesn't smile, but it hides. <laughs> I'll it but hides his it, mouth. Well. And Ashley, you had a thought. Yeah, well, I mean, just something that I think is really interesting here that I'm already noticing is um, uh-huh. if Lyman brings it's Odie, right? Uh-huh. It is Lyman representative of dogs, just as. Uh-huh. You know, John is representative of cats. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's always, uh, I've heard a couple cat owners in my days, you know, say they like, they prefer having a cat because they're not as needy as a dog. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have Lyman here saying, I'm cold, I'm hungry, I'm weak, take yeah. me wow. in. Super needy. And that is needy, right? And so I, I'm yeah. just seeing yeah. some resemblances, you know. That is a, that, that's a very salient point, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And once once again, the crossing of boundaries, because like Garfield, it's a burn that he's saying my sandbox is off limits, but he's glaring at him like he has a real concern that a human being is going to crap in his sandbox. Yeah. Which Lyman's kind of giving me a vibe like he might do that. (laughs) You know, like that that, that seems like something Lyman might just do. Yeah, this is a weird guy. I wonder what is the context of how did John and Lyman come to know each other? Could it have been Nom, perhaps? Oh, Lyman, <laughs> yeah. Going back to the theory <laughs> from the yeah. brigade. Like, was Lyman the only other survivor <laughs> of the attack on? Yeah, at the hospital. Yeah, they were in. The, yeah, they were like Kisan together. Yeah, under siege and. Boy, the things that they saw. Yeah. Hopefully, Lyman. our nom bit we discussed is in the episode before this. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 This is episode please, two. Please reference <laughs> the last episode <laughs> where we conjectured that uh, John spent some time in Vietnam during the war. Yeah. And I mean, look, if Lyman also is like, yeah. you know. Well, this is going to be really dark, but he's homeless, right? He comes to John because he doesn't have anywhere to live. Yeah. He's and like, I'm he has yeah. exactly one suitcase. Yeah. yeah. And one dog out of frame. Yeah. And John is I nice mean, enough to be like, yeah, of course, like he can stay with me. Yeah. But I get the feeling that Lyman might overstay his welcome. Yeah. And, oh. and also like Lyman is <laughs> Lyman is like when he says I'm cold, I'm hungry and we take me. He does it with that hand over his head. Right. Sort of like fake. Uh, dramatic gesture, like he's right. kind of acting, like he's. Mm-hmm. It's like a he's little bit like he's playing John. Yeah, know? he does. Yeah, he is. He's being overly dramatic on purpose. It yeah. seems it's manipulative. So uh-huh. maybe he does have a place to live, and he's just. No, I think it's he. He's legit. Doesn't have, but yeah. it's like he's selling it hard because yeah, he knows. Yeah. yeah. He can, you know, use John like that. Right. I'm excited to learn more about Lyman. Yeah, me it seems too. like let's, there's a couple layers dive, to unpeel here. We've learned so much from these two. I people. know. We've learned so much already. <laughs> well, so according to John, John, wow. I, according yeah. to Jim Davis, they're <laughs> yeah. uh, the same. <laughs> Lyman's original purpose, and this is from the Garfield Wiki, which uh-huh. was very thorough and gave me a lot of information, mm. by the way. Lyman's original purpose was to be someone who John could actually talk to and express other ideas a role gradually taken over by Garfield. Once Lyman was no longer needed for that purpose, he was removed without explanation. Hmm? Jim huh. Davis has jokingly given explanations about Lyman's sudden disappearance and long absence from the strip. Examples include, don't look in John's <coughs> basement, mm-hmm. and he joined the Peace Corps and was never heard from again. Sure. Uh, wow. Yeah, so do you think John knows what happened to Lyman? Do you think he cares? Uh, oof. John. This Jim. could also go down. Or Jim Dave. Jim. I'm talking about Jim. <laughs> no, John. I'm talking about John. Well, no. Oh, do you Jim. Think Jim. The mm. <laughs> Jim. John. John. Jim. Uh, Jim. Wait. John. So, so what you're asking is, did Jim you... Davis? Did he just like say, okay, I'm just not going to put him in anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have an explanation. Or do you think he has an explanation? I'm I mean, sure like, he has something in his mind. It's, if we think that 
if I to me, I feel like both John and Garfield are dueling aspects of uh, uh, of Jim Davis's personality. Like he probably in real life, he's a lot like a lot like John. Yeah, you know. But I think there's a part of him that has like an inner Garfield, and like that's like so I can see this is kind of a lazy move to just dump a character and yeah. not even make an explanation like that's kind of a lazy move which is very garfield right of of, of jim i gotta that's say that's true yeah yeah where was the audience at the time reacting more positively to garfield the cat than lyman the human oh sure you know i mean could that truly have been part of it or do we that think this sense. was just yeah. uh Jim making a Jim call well, and doing what he wants. This is, yeah. I mean, this quote is really funny too because when he's like, the role of or the purpose of Lyman was someone that could, you know, Jim could or John could <laughs> talk to and express yeah. other ideas. Yeah. And then he's like, but as it developed, Garfield took yeah. over that position. It's just mind blowing to me that there was ever yeah. a time when like the 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 feeling of this comic right. was different than like than it is now you know mm. like well, it was originally called john and about john yeah. okay and garfield was just kind of like he more of like an shifted. observer kind of mm. i yeah i don't know garfield's original role or if he was in it originally i will um, say i like his original look way better really? Gar garfield i like that like 70s like psychedelic like feel going he's on to Garfield. Like, he's kind of like he's definitely jowlier and fatter and jowl is a good word for yeah. it. Yeah. A much like, bigger jowl like frown. Yeah, exactly. He's frownier. He's a little like, frumpier too. I mean like messy. the big evolution that happened with Garfield is that um Garfield got cuter. Because yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Jim uh, Davis was intentionally trying to sell toys. Yes, he was. This yeah. was <laughs> we talked about yeah. <laughs> we <will t> <laughs> Oh, we I, will. My my sister had a Garfield, uh, and uh, like Garfield on the windows was everywhere. Oh yeah. And so and Jim, and Jim populated the strip. Like um, Lyman disappears, but Odie stays in the strip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He leaves that dog behind. Whatever happens to him. And then along comes uh, Odie's was his cousin or nephew Normal. Or no, that's a cat. Normal, I no, think Normal wait. is either a neighbor cat or okay. a cousin of Garfield. I'm not sure. But like okay. Normal is conspicuously like tinier and cuter and more mm -hmm. adorable. Like mm -hmm. that's the thing that Garfield hates about him. And mm -hmm. so it's like, that's a toy sort of a move. Yeah. And yeah. Odie's were everywhere. People it's had marketable. Those. Well, mm -hmm. You know what's interesting is the uh, stuffed Garfields with the suction cup feet that people yeah. had on their cars. Yeah. At one point, they got so popular that they were everywhere. People were breaking into cars to steal them. Oh my god! And yeah. Jim Jim Davis took them off the shelves for a while because he <laughs> wanted more scarcity among these Garfield toys. Yeah. Who are these sad burglars that <laughs> are breaking into cars <laughs> to steal a Garfield? Well, that shelves. is that also maybe not just like they got caught breaking into a car and they're <laughs> like and they're like uh, I just I just wanted the Garfield I swear I promise that's all I was going for. <laughs> how do, how do you tell that to your cellmates in the big right, house? Right, right, you right. You know, like yeah, I was in here for stabbing a guy. You, uh, I really wanted a Garfield. <laughs> you know that comic strip Garfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and have Had you ever wished? Have, one. <laughs> have you ever wished that you could have a plush toy animal of Garfield, but not have it in your house, but have it on yeah. the back window of your car, so people driving behind you can see the Garfield and know that that's yeah, that know that you're that's a fan. Who you are. That's who you are. Man, this what is if, a character trait. <laughs> what if OJ in his van had had a Garfield during the chase? You know, damn, yeah, well, those would have sold out uh, yeah. immediately. Well, it sounds like they did sell out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so these explanations that Jim Davis gave mm -hmm. for Lyman's disappearance, you know, the don't look in John's basement, he mm -hmm. went to the Peace Corps, whatever. This was from, it was from a book he wrote. And I, it was, there was a page on the book that said 10 reasons for Lyman's disappearance. Mm -hmm. And uh, these were two of the reasons. I believe this book was from 1998. Um, mm -hmm. Interestingly, in 2002, um, Garfield's sca Scary Scavenger Hunt uh, a series of two online games from 2002 and 2003, previously found on Garfield's official website, involved the player controlling Garfield to find sugary sweet snacks, parentheses, all of them being pastry, close parentheses, <laughs> huh. in a haunted mansion filled with monsters. 
There is no time limit, but Garfield does have a maximum of how many times he can be scared before he runs <laughs> off and quits the game. <laughs> that's actually, that's really funny. <laughs> so, uh, in the first game, Spooky Scavenger Hunt, you can actually go into the basement and find Lyman chained to the wall. He, mm, there he it begs is. Garfield for some muffins. And once you give him the muffin and leave the room and come back, Lyman is gone. So anyway. Wow. Yeah. So, w- did, did you say that these games were like official releases? Yes. These they are official. Like, gar- yeah. On the Flash games on the Garfield website. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Like around 2002, 2003. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to keep in mind, like we first met Lyman in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him since. His last what appear- was his last appearance? His last, well. His this. last appearance. This was his last appearance. <laughs> Chained to a wall, starving to death, surrounded by other bones. Yeah. Well, I believe his last speaking role in a Garfield strip was 83. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, you see, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I see Garfield standing here, you know, while Lyman is chained up. John is nowhere to be found, at least mm. in this photo. And this begs the question is John aware that Lyman is down here or Garfield and John in on this together? Is this just well, Garfield's well, move? Didn't you say that the game takes place in a haunted mansion? Yeah. Yes. It, okay. So it, I, I played through this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Make it harder. <laughs> is it, is, is um, the game easy so that children will play it? Like, is that the target um, audience? I think it's easy to antagonize 33-year-olds playing <laughs> it 20 <laughs> years later. That's what uh, the GameSpot review of this game said, too, well, like 20 years ago. It's not Garfield. It's, it's not John's house that he's chained up in, right? Well, uh, unclear because uh, at the very beginning of the game, you find John like huddled by the door he's sitting uh-huh. kind of in an upright fetal position and as you click on him he says these cryptic things which oh. turn out to be tips for how to yeah. play uh-huh. the game and one of the things he says is lyman likes muffins uh-huh. and Ew. so he's just sitting there shivering what? and that's one of the hints uh-huh. he gives which so he does know that he, so he knows he knows lyman is well, in there and he knows that you have to give him a muffin to yeah. It free him, to kill him, him go un- unclear. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, to make it, him it disappear feels, once again. <laughs> feels like a manipulative kind yeah. of psychopathic thing that John is doing on the porch. You know, like yeah. he knows all of these things about the house. He knows it's going to be scary for Garfield. Right. He's trying to yeah. so make it, it seem like he's he so wasn't behind it. It could be somebody mm. else's haunted mansion, but John has explored it, though. Yeah, and it scared him. So for all we know, Lyman was kidnapped, put in this haunted mansion, and then John and Garfield are trying to help him out. Yeah. Well, and we don't know that it's not John's mansion. I mean, I. But does John live in a mansion? No. Well, if John is a cartoonist (laughs) with a successful cartoon like Garfield. Well, Jim Davis probably lives in a mansion. Yeah. Yeah. He might, but John definitely. I don't care what reality. <laughs> There's no reality where John lives in a mansion, um, uh, haunted fair. or not. Yeah. That's um, uh, the, I see this as, to me, the backstory I get from this mm-hmm. is that it was like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre situation where John mm. and Lyman went into this house, you know, like maybe to get Lyman a new place to live. <laughs> you know, they go into this house. Ooh. They get attacked by a psycho, and then John does the smart but cowardly thing, you know, and he flees, yeah. you know, probably because it, it triggers his non-flashbacks, right? <laughs> and uh, Lyman gets snagged and dragged away by Leatherface, you know, well, maybe and then Garfield goes in uh, yeah. and, uh, you know, is his last chance. Maybe, it, you, like you saying that it was like uh, them, like John and Lyman went to the house together. Yeah. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like if they're looking for a place for Lyman to live, yeah. it, it's like anyone can live here if you can spend one night and survive yeah. the Ooh. night, then you get the house. And yeah. so John and Lyman, yeah. were, John is trying to help his buddy out, and he's like, I'll yeah. stay there with you. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. Haunted with, house hunters. What's up with yeah. Jim Davis's diet? The guy's obsessed with carbs, muffins, uh, <laughs> pasta. You I know, Garfield wins pastries. Yeah, why do you? I'm why in this game as Garfield? Why are you always just collecting pastries? Why yeah. is why is none of it lasagna? Yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> is all of it not 
lasagna. Cats are meat eaters. Everybody does this, yes. Cats love lasagna. I'll say I'm with Jim on this one. Pastries every day, all day. Pretty, please. Not a nice veal parmesan. What's funny about these pastries in the game is they're all like bagged and packaged pastries, so they look like something you could get at a gas station. It's not like a fresh donut or a fresh croissant. It's like an oatmeal cream pie. It's powdered donuts in a bag. And they are and they are hidden throughout the house, right? Yeah. So it's like whoever lived there like was just like just had all of these pastries (laughs) in bags. Just hidden gems tucked away everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I can see I can see it. Like uh they went to some uh seven eleven and murdered the staff there (laughs) and picked up some donuts and you know probably did the whole uh, thing of the, the the trope of that they're standing behind the counter and somebody comes in to buy gas and they're like yeah what do you normal yeah okay fill it up what, what if john and lyman show up to spend the night the one night in the spooky mansion and they've got all these snacks they bought at the gas station but uh, they're, they're being like chased around by a ghost and so or something uh, and so they drop running around them. with like armfuls and everyone yeah. yeah. just like flies yeah. out in a different room yeah. like and Lyman's okay. just like, I just wanted the muffin. Yeah. And it, it doesn't look like an appetizing muffin. Maybe right. it's a brand muffin. It's a, it's a little suspicious to me, too, that as soon as you give him the muffin and then you leave and then you come back, he's just gone. Like, yeah, is Lyman, has Lyman set this whole thing up and he's yeah. behind mm-hmm. it and he's not actually, like, trapped. He's just, like... He's trying to set John I, up. It sounds like if you just go in there, whether you give him muffins or not, if you leave the room, then he's gone. When you, no, you know? if, if you don't give him the muffin you can leave and come back and he's still there. Oh, yeah. I feel so. like this is, you know, that kid's book. That's like, if you give a mouse a cookie, yeah. if you give a Lyman a muffin, <laughs> yeah. what happens? Yeah. Ditches. You. He di- yeah. <laughs> he disappears. Like he, just like he ditched Odie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, interestingly in the second game called donuts of doom, um, Whoa. in, in the basement, Lyman is gone, but there's a coffin in his place. But then if you go up to the kitchen, you find Lyman's decapitated head in the oven. Okay. This is graphic. It's Leatherface, I'm telling you. This This is is graphic. wild. This also, this looks way more like it could be John's house than I was, you know, picturing a mansion to look like, like a haunted mansion. The faucets are dripping blood, I noticed. Well, also, is that his tongue that's supposed to be hanging out of his decapitated head? Because, like, that tongue is really dangling (laughs) out of his mouth and, like, laying out on that oven rack. It reminds me of John's Joker hair. Oh, yeah. It just looks like some sort of, like, weird organ or something. (laughs) Yeah. From a future episode. If you chop somebody's head off, then the tongue has a much greater length than... You know, like it would stick farther out, you know? Yeah. How, how do you know that, Drew? I've, you know, like, have you ever heard of, there's a cl- the thing called a Colombian necktie. And it's yeah. In, in, action, in action movies where they kill somebody by slitting their throat. Yeah. And then they pull the tongue out that way. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so, like, I've, knowing, I don't know if that's medically true, but <laughs> it, was in, it was definitely in a Chuck Norris or Charles Bronson movie or Steven Seagal and it was like the idea they they never showed it, but they, right. the idea is like you could like your tongue is very long. Right. Well, I mean that is proven here in this yeah. screenshot of a game. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I think now we Medical. know why Lyman had that big bushy mustache is because he's self conscious about his freakishly oh. long tongue. <laughs> like <laughs> so, he's got a Gene Simmons go- thing going on. Yeah, but he's embarrassed by it. Right. Like. But I mean, like, it's really, I think we should talk about. So at the end of the day, do we know officially uh, who made these video games? I know they were on the Garfield site, but. Uh, Pause Inc. Gar- Garfield's people. I don't know if they okay. went by through Jim himself, but Jim authorized it. Yeah, because okay. this yeah. is like a very clear depiction of the aftermath of Lyman's yeah. murder. Right. Yeah. And mm. so it's like, why is Homie murdered right well, now? Yeah. Well, and I, I haven't I haven't played through all of Donuts of Doom, uh. um, but apparently you find I don't know if it's a dead body or the head or whatever of. Dr. Liz. What? what? Really? Yeah. Not Dr. Liz. <laughs> it's revenge for the, yeah. the cup. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This is uh, a lot. I mean, like, this is just like on a level of like, 
I mean, I guess I don't know how many like little kids are into Garfield these days or were in the early 2000s, but it's like it seems like it's geared towards kids. Uh-huh. Even yeah. if you don't know who these characters are, this is an unexpectedly graphic thing to <laughs> yes. see. Like, I mean, even just like when this screenshot first came up, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, Skirt? Like, yeah, well, I mean, just in the same frame as Garfield. Like, you know, like a severed head. Like, it's crazy. Of the internet, kids encounter, like, the darkest shit nowadays. Yeah, my, but this was 20 nephew, years ago. That's true. Oh, well, but I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my, my nephew got into that Five Day Nights at Freddy's yeah. thing, and there's all this twisted fan art. Of oh, really? The Five Nights at Freddy's characters engaging in... Like this sort of creepy stuff that you found uh, on the the Garfield yeah. on the internet, the Garfield, mm-hmm. yeah, um, whatever. The Reddit stuff, Reddit. the stuff that isn't that isn't fun to look at. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like people are like working out the, instead of going to therapy, they're working <laughs> issues out by yeah. like recreating their trauma with the Five Nights at Freddy's Damn. characters, and well, then. It's all out there, and there's little kids that are fans of right. Freddy's and Freddy's, and so they watch this shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so do y'all think that John did it? Yeah, I think that I think the thing that clinched it for me is that Doctor Liz is also there and mm-hmm. murdered. Mm-hmm. I think that for me that seals it. So like, it's like, what's the common denominator? Yeah, exactly. John, well, and Garfield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe Garfield True. did it. I mean, do you ever find a, an antagonist in this thing, like a secret murderer? No, I mean, okay. you found you find like <laughs> yeah. ghosts and vampires and stuff that scare at Garfield. Yeah. But yeah. Ghosts, ghosts and vampires, vampires don't decapitate people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But this yeah, is either it's either Leatherface or everyone knows this, <laughs> or it's an alternate personality of uh, of John. But um, I also lean towards it being John over Garfield because there was one comic, and I'm not sure if we touched on it, but um, where John walks into the frame and there's a stain of blood mm-hmm. on his shirt, mm-hmm. um, huh. and it's never really fully <laughs> explained, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. like wh- where that stain came from. Yeah, I have no idea. I found just the single panel of it. I don't know if uh, it, it was just one panel or if it was part of a larger. They're always part of at least three panels. Yeah. He's never uh. done a single panel that I know of. Also, like, what a weird single. Imagine if that was just a single panel comic and it's just John. A <laughs> little bit of blood on his shirt. And he's like, I got a blood stain on my shirt. And Garfield <laughs> just re- regards him. Like, whatever. <laughs> well, Ashley, I'm glad you brought that up because uh-huh. there is some evidence of John's violent behavior. Yes. So I found five examples, and I want to go through them in uh-huh. turn. So let's start. Tate, can you describe this comic? Yeah, it's a, it's a black and white comic, first of all. It's, there's, it's not uh, in color. And they're in the car. John's driving, Garfield's sitting in the passenger seat next to him. They both look very, like, dead-eyed, sleepy-eyed, I guess I should say, which is normal for Garfield, but I don't know if that's normal for John. Maybe it is. And John is once again talking out loud to Garfield and saying, a lack of communication. There's the problem, Garfield. And then the next frame, the car is, like, jostled, and you see, like, thump, thump. And he says, we must reach out to touch others. And Garfield looks surprised. And then the third one, John's just looking out, still, like, bored the other way, and and he says, we must speak freely to our fellow man. And Garfield's leaning out the window, looking backwards, and he's thinking, you just ran over a mime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm is I'm not this? sure I get this one. <laughs> I'll be honest. This one is confusing to me. <laughs> well, I mean, what I'm seeing here is a John hit and ran and doesn't <laughs> okay, care yeah, yeah. at all yeah. like he is or maybe yeah. yeah 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 and garfield is like what the hell did you just do john like right. you just hit someone and it's funny because the first thing john says is a lack of communication there's the problem yeah. and it's yeah. like a mime that he's hitting which is silly so like obviously he could be implying that mimes have breakdowns in communication <laughs> like he but- like they were just driving in silence for like 15 minutes and he saw a mime and his first thought was yeah. a lack of communication that's the problem like so it's a vengeful yeah exactly I, I think john just doesn't care and this is it's calling him out as like oh just john is saying one thing and doing something else yeah you know well, what gets me here is how totally indifferent john looks to the entire yeah. experience it's, mm-hmm. it's like he does this every day yeah, yeah. like it's no biggie uh, yeah maybe no biggie. but uh, yeah 
Is this like so? Is it? I mean, but this is an official like real Garfield yeah. comic. Okay. Yeah. It's only in black and white because it's clearly somebody cut it out of a newspaper. Oh, are they not in color when they're in newspapers? I mean, it newspaper. depends on like this, I think the Sunday comics are often in color. Yeah, the back in the back in the day when we read comics in newspapers, <laughs> uh, Monday through Friday, you had the funnies <laughs> and they were all in black and white. So it was a treat on Sunday when you got to see oh. Garfield in bright, bold color with the greens and see, the reds. This Ooh, is yeah. me. I'm just, a, I'm just a, an oblivious millennial. To me, yeah. Garfield's always been in color. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like I mostly read Garfield that's through. That's privileged. Yeah, that's you're right. I, mm. I feel like most people read Garfield uh, 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 throughout time, you know, <laughs> uh, through the books. Because, like, yeah. I mean, like, the paper, I mean, I guess it was a popular strip. But what really made Jim his millions, of course, was those books sold like crazy. Like you'd yeah. you'd go to a bookstore in the mall or like. Uh, well, I feel like mall. every every public school had these books yeah. in their library oh, yeah. for some yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah like, like what did you have in your in your thing? Just like Judy Bloom books for the older kids, right? And uh, Garfield, Garfield, but just stacks of them. You know, and I want to. I want. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> given how violent we know John to be, maybe. Those were the books that should have been banned. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I like I'm picturing like Probably. like a fourth grader like opening it up to like the dog come one and just being and then like going up to the teacher and being like, "What's this mean?" You know. Also, I gotta wonder. Um, That's not violent, I guess. But this podcast yeah. episode was supposed to be about Lyman, and oh. then we suddenly just stopped talking about it. Did we just Jim Davis? Right? Drew. Did we just Jim Davis well. Lyman again? Like he keeps getting forgotten. Drew, so who's Lyman? That- we're we're building a case for okay. John. We are for his violence because yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. he murdered Lyman, right? Well, in, Maybe in this next strip. It's just so easy to stop talking about Lyman, though. Poor really Lyman. Is. Well, in this next strip, we have Lyman. Okay. So, um, Ashley, do you want to take this one? Sure, sure. Um, not a lot of words on this one, so I'll sort of just be describing to y'all what's going on. Uh, we have John sitting here watching TV on the couch and uh at first you think he's by himself but then you see Lyman pops up behind the couch like he's uh wants to join John and so Lyman goes and sits at the other end of the sofa so there's a fair amount of space between them uh John's arms are crossed he doesn't look super pleased he's glaring at him yeah that that Lyman has joined him but Lyman's smiling with this mustache you know Mm -hmm. and John says Let's say I switch over to the movie. And uh, Lyman says, nah. And John looks surprised and then very annoyed and pissed off. Yeah, he's like bug-eyed. Yeah. Like, what? I thought. And then, hmm. uh, you know, it sort of pans out a little and you see John scooch over just enough to bonk Lyman on the head very hard. Uh, and that's it. And, I, and well, this is all a the closed pan- fist bomb. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, this is I, it. <laughs> it's like all the panels up till the final one are in a sort of a deep blue that feels like he's watching late at night, and then I feel like there's a huge time jump to the last panel where now it's pink, like the sun is coming up, mm. and they've just been like watching movies on the couch all night long, and finally John just like hits him. <laughs> Well, without explanation, <laughs> I and feel like that's what cats do. Oh, oh. you're not wrong. <laughs> oh. Well, and Lyman looks just so happy to be there, like yeah. a puppy or something. Yeah, his smile is so big, and I mean, it's to the point where it cracks me up. All of his features are in the very center of his face his eyes, his nose, his mouth, all yeah. of it is very close together, and he's smiling. Yeah, John, it, like in the very beginning. By himself, John is just glaring unhappily at the TV like he's not happy when he's alone. Mm-hmm. Lyman sits down and John glares more, so he's even less happy to have somebody there. And it feels like he wants to switch. He's switching over to the movie to drive Lyman away, I guess, because that's the only explanation yeah. for yeah. why when Lyman is like, no, I'm fine with this, that what you're watching. John is like, oh, I thought you wouldn't like that. And then they sit there possibly for hours <laughs> You know, with John just <laughs> unhappy until finally he just can't contain his, like, <laughs> his why rage. doesn't this guy go away? Well, and he's hit him so hard that we can see Lyman vibrating. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, popping out of the This is not playful. Shirt. Yeah. No. This I is just, a mean hit. Yeah. This is John just consumed with, he's, like, in a, 
sort of like a rage mo- or just like a well and he yeah. like yeah it but it's also like okay again this is Lyman living at John's living yeah. in John's house right mm-hmm. John and also John's an adult he doesn't have to be mad that Lyman said no to switching over the movie John yeah. could just be like hey I'm gonna switch it over to the movie I don't if think John he wants wasn't to such a pushover. I think he's doing it in a very passive aggressive way. But then he's trying to get Lyman it. to leave. Yeah. Well, and it's just very telling as to why John does better living alone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And why he eventually killed Lyman. Yeah, he won. <laughs> I just wanted to point out, Chris, that earlier a second ago you used the phrase closed fist bonk. Yeah. Which is like a very like to me like a very legal sounding definition of a punch. Like, you know, it's like Yeah, do you know Your Honor, bonk it wasn't a punch. An open fist or a karate chop. It, or? it ups it from misdemeanor to felony. Well, yeah. it's like next level, right? Like this was not an open hand. This was not a slap. Like we're yeah. looking at a closed fist fist yeah closed fist bonk there was anger and ill intent here it's it's kind of uncharacteristic of john from what we have seen of him i mean this is still early john but like what we see later he's really just mellow and dumb i mean he did run over a mime that's true (laughs) (laughs) i feel like which was established none of us care about because Yeah. yeah it has almost the vibe if it wasn't for the bonk panel it has the vibe of a Garfield without Garfield thing. Like yeah. Garfield mm-hmm. is the well, one that's sitting in the middle of the couch. Yeah, in that I mean, empty space between them. Garfield is nowhere to be found in this series of panels. Like you in, know, in this Garfield comic. Yeah. Although, was this at the time when it was still called John? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, so there. <laughs> the next one, um, it feels like it came out of left field so uh it's another six panel comic okay. drew do you want to take us through is this a newer one what year is this from 20 1995 oh okay i'm not used to this style it's very like animated you know there's a whole lot of a lot more like lines and all that all right so it's uh john sitting in his big like lazy boy uh chair and garfield's climbing into his lap and they're both smiling at each other happily so which is nice uh <laughs> uncharacteristic they don't usually have this f- happy you know positive relationship uh and john is as he's smiling he says would you like to hear about my day garfield and garfield says or well D- garfield we don't know if he's john Thanks. hears him but he's because he uses thought bubbles and he says rub my tummy and i'll listen to anything and john in the next one says well First, I went for a walk in the park. I fed the pigeons and smelled the flowers. And the next one, then on the way home, I was nearly run over by a cab. Now John's starting to look a little bit less happy, and Garfield is, you know, stone-faced. And now John is angrily, he's pounding his hand on Garfield's tummy that he was supposed to be rubbing, and he yelled, and he's, he says, I yelled at the driver, hey, you, watch where you're going. And now he's choking Garfield, and Garfield's eyeballs are turning red <laughs> in suffocation. And Garfield, like, it's he's like stretching his neck out of his torso. And he says, "Then I, then he jumped out of the car. So I grabbed him by the neck and started." And then Jar- Garfield now uh, grabs him by the chest and uh, by his shirt and says, "Let's go back to the park part." And so it's like John is wow. having sort of a manic. Yeah. yeah, delusional, where he's lost touch with reality here, yep. and is just well, yeah. he thinks that Garfield is like you know again like a non-flashback. He's also yeah he's also admitting to assaulting a stranger. Yeah, like, yeah, earlier in the day. Yeah, and I mean he's really mm-hmm. on this part where Drew describes John grabbing Garfield's neck. I mean he's like really wringing out his neck here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a Bart Simpson grab. His it is other not hand- gentle. His other hand is on Garfield's yeah. leg, so it's like he's, he's like holding down his so leg. He's like <laughs> pulling him apart like he's gonna tear him in two. Yeah. And Garfield deals with this with his own violence of just right. be like, listen, man, I'm the one that does the hurting in this. We also didn't hear the full story. So what was John like what did John end up doing to that cab driver? Like choking him he to did death. More. I guess. <laughs> what if he's about to say, then I started Gar- Garfield is just like, yeah. Don't implicate me in this man. Yeah. For real. I don't want to hear this. Garfield knows how it ended was just not good. Yeah. Garfield knows John. Yeah. He could have like yeah, John could have killed someone earlier that day. 
Yeah. I mean, Garfield has witnessed John Kelso. John, yeah, Garfield knows. <laughs> like, Garfield's seen some shit, man. Yeah. You know? He's gone full, like, John goes full Travis Bickle in this one. Yeah. Well, and you know, what I find interesting is that we rarely see Garfield rattled like yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's usually pretty cool and sarcastic, but yeah. here, clearly. Mm-hmm. A line has been crossed to where he is no longer comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, all right, buddy, let's get things back in check. Yeah. Let's, uh, I'm the one. Let's be grounded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so there, 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 there's another one that um, it's it. We're going back to Garfield playing pranks on John. But mm-hmm. I think this one is pretty telling. So, Tate, do you want to? Yeah. Did <laughs> you ask me because you saw my reaction when I read it? <laughs> so John's sitting. He's about to sit down for dinner. There's a dinner. There's a meal uh, at, on the table. He's about to sit down for dinner. There's a chair. And then in the next frame, the chair is gone and he's falling like he's just falling suddenly. Mm-hmm. And then the last frame we see he's lying on his back on the ground and he says, any last words, Garfield? And Garfield's sitting there smiling, sort of devilishly holding the chair he clearly just pulled it out from under him, and he says, or he thinks, Lyman sends his regards, which is just yeah. unbelievable. It's like it's like Luca Brazzi sleeps with the fishes, you know? Yeah, like, it's, it's very like, like Lannister from uh, yeah. very Red Wedding, right? You know, he well, is holding a red chair. This yeah. is from 1983, which is the last year where we saw. Wow. Oh, wow. So um, I don't know it, if this came before or he, after. It's also like kind of implying that Garfield is somehow doing this yeah. as, yeah, as retribution yeah. on behalf of Lyman. Yeah, you know? it's like Lyman, like John did something bad to Lyman and now Lyman is angry at him and Garfield is acting in a, a sort of like a hitman sort of way. Yeah. Does uh, Lyman send his regards from his cell? From his from cell, hell. I was gonna say from hell. Oh, yeah. from his cell, like in prison. Well, I thought. Oh, his, oh is like this in the basement. Oh, like his, oh. No, this is before. This is 1983. Yeah, so this is Lyman has just disappeared. Yeah. Okay, so I was just picturing Lyman in his shackles no. down in a basement. He might somewhere. be there. We don't know. Well, that's true. Like so he, like he might have been Garfield's there for been sneaking years. him muffins. Right. Like Garfield loves Lyman. Uh-huh. Maybe is the the like the the running theory that I have now is Garfield actually likes Lyman and hates yeah. John. Uh-huh. And John either yeah, killed Lyman or just chained him up and hurt him in some way and now Garfield's yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. This strip is kind of inconsistent though cuz it's like Lyman is sort of like in a lot of these Lyman is like good-natured and accommodating yeah. just like Odie, you right. know. And uh here this is giving Lyman an agency where he's like well, sending Garfield out to do his but missions it, of vengeance. So. Yeah, but it but if Lyman really had like agency, he'd just be doing it himself, right? You right, know, that's like, true. You know, like he wouldn't be ha- be having to rely. Like Lyman's still like just a pushover because he is relying on a cat. To yeah, yeah, <laughs> exact to do, his to vengeance. Yeah. Well, and there's something to say about the fact that John's reaction to the chair being pulled out is he says, "Yeah, any last words, Garfield?" As yeah. in, "I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, yeah. Like, and, yeah. And uh, it's like well, he's very quick to be like threatening. Qu- exactly. Yeah. 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 Hence, you know, just further supporting yeah. a uh, yeah. yeah a violent John. Yeah. Yeah. Garfield isn't surprised by it. He's acting like he fully expected it, and he's just not worried because he's like, "I can handle this." Yeah. Person. Right. Well, I want to show y'all one more image. That it's a piece of fan art, but I just think is really funny. Um, so oh it was. <laughs> Lord th- this was done in Microsoft Paint. Uh, Clearly, um, yeah. It's got uh, in the foreground. There's a drawing of Garfield, just happy and oblivious to anything that could be going on behind him, <laughs> however sinister it may be. Yeah. In the background, sinister? we have John, who is also smiling, but he's pointing a machine gun mm-hmm. at Garfield's head, and it says, "Good night, sweet prince." Yeah. He's got like a scope on it, sort mm. of. That it appears to be a bullpup. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard I to say where the, which. It seems to have two magazines, so it could be like a it's one true. or the other. I feel like the front one is a foregrip, and surely in the back that's the magazine. It barely has a pistol grip. It barely know? does. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> 
We're just trying to figure out the layout of this assault rifle. I, um, I just do not know. I mean, you know, Tate and I, we're a couple we're, guys that know about we're real gun and also we're real gun are aware nuts, yeah. of assault rifles. Yeah. So we're in there's Texas. A lot of, there, well, I think it's just there's a lot of overlap between Garfield fans and people that know instruments of death. You've got enthusiasts, yeah. I mean, well, you've got an integrated scope. You've got a long barrel. This I is mean, clearly a... Let's, let's, I mean, granted, granted it's fan art, right? But yeah. let's talk about what this means for John and Garfield's relationship. Yeah. I mean, like, what is going down here? Yeah. And, you know, we see Garfield minus Garfield where John misses Garfield. Yeah. And, but, you know, we also see John talk in the past about how he, he uh, realizes it's an abusive relationship between them, but he mm-hmm. likes it, right? He's mm-hmm. a bad boy mm-hmm. who likes it <laughs> doing good this things. is john right. and so it's like you know what a change of emotions did he just wake up on this day and want to kill garfield like it was just too much yeah. one day yeah garfield has like a weirdly flattened look too. <laughs> yeah it's like, he he's like a pancake garfield yeah Sorry. and he he seems he kind of like the lighting almost kind of implies to me that garfield's like staring off into the sunset or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally and nice so maybe yeah, maybe John is like in his warped mind is like doing something good for Garfield. You yeah. know, he's like Garfield is gonna die of heart disease if I don't just give him this like beautiful last moment. Yeah. Also, the the font of the writing "Good night, sweet prince" is like it's like <laughs> something out of a Hallmark card. Like yeah, like I would send this. Uh, Christy, I may try to send this to you on like <laughs> next time I need to send you a, a birthday card or something. <laughs> what a way to connect with someone. <laughs> Happy birthday. It's it's definitely that style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like some kid made was uh, like some disturbed child were, made this to send a grandma. You know? Oh no! <laughs> His parents were like, were "Oh like, Your no! Your grandma wants a card this Christmas. Make her something." And he was like, "Okay, <laughs> fine. I hope she likes this." Maybe "Good night, sweet prince" is what the grandma says every night to him when she tucks him in. Oh no! <laughs> this this is a grandma who has one of those suction cup Garfields on her back windshield. Yeah. yeah. And so she's like, you know what? Yes. Yeah. Is this a red flag that this it's is? 100%. You know, yes. 100%. But am I proud that my grandson drew a Garfield card for oh, me? I'm just glad he's talking yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just glad just stares at me we with have dead eyes. something yeah. in common and yeah. both like Garfield. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows you know? how much of a gun enthusiast I yeah. am. <laughs> this is a tri- This is a child that needs severe, uh, like extreme uh, psychiatric medicine. We're also assuming it's a child. <laughs> yeah, like some grown ass adult could have been sitting in their bedroom thinking like, I- mm. I'm going to draw this up tonight. Right. <laughs> Whoever draw this, I don't see them having a long lifespan. Oh no! <laughs> I'm starting to get that dark, well, but like this person is issues, and so. Well, speaking <laughs> of, it's a dark drawing. Uh, I want to yeah. take us to 2013, yeah. where uh, we actually have Lyman's last recorded appearance, April 2nd, 2013. Oh my god! So, uh, uh, in this comic, Garfield and John are talking about something and john is reading the newspaper and they're talking about something completely unrelated to Mm -hmm. lyman doesn't matter but there's a picture of lyman Mm. on the front of the paper (gasps) oh yes there is it's very yeah. clearly a picture of Lyman. I mean, he has, has the unrecognized or the, the unmistakable mustache. The yeah, mm-hmm. one that looks Squiggly. like a creepy stitch. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes, and it's front page news, whatever it is. Yeah, and if we'll remember, um, at the beginning of the lap- last episode, we looked at a progression of John over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, in 2013, he starts smiling. <gasps> That's right. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. what is the like? What is the headline though? If it's like man missing for 30 years yeah. still missing like yeah. or bones found in forest oh that's yeah like <laughs> remain oh, anonymous I remains mean, identified, identified as lyman yeah, as, as this person but i feel like i feel like honestly jim davis is just trolling us at this point he knows i'll just throw, give him a little taste of lyman Every once in a while. I do well, think we're being trolled. Yeah. yeah. I don't disagree. <laughs> well, I, have a, I have a question, though. Is like, is every single Garfield comic to this day actually written and drawn by Jim Davis? Or surely no. he has a like, staff, right? He does have staff. Yeah. No. Yeah. He spends most of his time, as far as I know, on the business aspects of Garfield. 
Okay, uh, so it's more like probably one of his writers or whatever that works for him yeah. or artists or whatever. Yeah. This like is one of this putting in a little. The writers did not write that. You know, this is that animator. Yeah. He's being very cute, and he thinks he's getting away with something. This is this is like one of those animators that he w- used to work for Disney, and then he drew like like boobs <laughs> on Princess Ariel or whatever, <laughs> and then uh, in like one frame, but just like one yeah, frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then D- and then Blu-rays were invented, and he got busted, yeah. and they fired him from that, but he still likes to put in these little <laughs> cheeky little <laughs> meta things, like, you know, and they're like, they noticed it after it got punished, and they're like, Heinzman? Who knows? Well, but you know, it's like, there's... He's front page, right? So, yeah. like, obviously, something has gone something down big. recently. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. big. And, uh, you know, John's just looking at Garfield saying, yeah. Have you come in peace? And Garfield's supposedly thinking, Take me to your refrigerator. And it's just so right. low key and calm. And, and I a feel very, like. Very, very funny joke. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, so yeah. funny. It is really, really funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just laughing so hard. I Y'all just c- missed I it. I had to cut out 15 songs. I was laughing. <laughs> I feel like this is just like he's not even tr- he's just doing like Mad Libs for punchlines, you know. Right. <laughs> like, well, let's see. They would say, "Take me to your leader," yeah, but and then I'm just gonna randomly remove one of the words from "Take me to your leader" and change it. Like, what's another noun? noun? Well, Take me know, to your blank. I need a noun. What's uh, what's a noun that Garfield would say? And he didn't Someone. even tell them what the beginning of the sentence was. <laughs> he's just like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, writers, hey, <laughs> hey, you dumbasses, uh, what's a noun that Garfield would say?" And they're like. Oh, Something food Just related? looking yeah. around the uh, room. It can't be lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first day was like, lasagna. Refrigerator. Well, uh, someone told me yesterday that Rivers Cuomo keeps a spreadsheet of like little phrases what? and sayings. Oh. And mm-hmm. when he's going to write a new song, he'll go to the spreadsheet and okay. just pick out phrases that mm. fit. That's I, I I really thought you were gonna say like Rivers Cuomo keeps a spreadsheet of somehow of Garfield killed. no of like Garfield <laughs> details and like Lyman appearances and stuff like that. And I was about to be like, what? But that makes more sense. Get out of here! I was about no, I was about to be sad. I was like, <laughs> well, so given all this evidence, what do y'all think happened to Lyman? I know, I'm still getting over that that revelation there because now Beverly Hills makes a lot more sense as a song, you know, lyrically. <laughs> you know, like, I was always like, why the hell is he singing about Beverly Hills? That's where I want to be? You know, like, yeah. that doesn't seem like now. Oh, that's a, like a random phrase that. One uh, column of the spreadsheet is yeah. like Beverly Hills, yeah. Plano, Rivers Texas, Como, <laughs> Washington, Rivers, D.C. <laughs> Rivers Como was at a Denny's in New Mexico and he heard people in the next booth saying, Man, that Beverly Hills, that's where I want to be. Like, <laughs> Write that down, put in a song oh God, someday. That's good. There you it know? is. Oh, that, that sounds like it came from the Beverly Hillbillies, like when they were still yeah. in the Appalachians. Yeah. Yeah. Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills, that's, that's where, where I want to be. be. Yeah. Beverly Rivers was just... Hills, that's, <laughs> that's where I want to be. be. <laughs> <laughs> Rivers Como was just flipping through basic cable and Beverly Hills... He didn't even know what movie he got that from. Beverly, <laughs> yeah. Like, he heard somebody say that in that movie, and he was like, oh, "That's a good line." Right. <laughs> and then he flipped to the next channel, and then and then Jim Davis bonked him on the head. Right, yeah. With a close, a close fist, close bonk fist on bonk. top of the head. Ouch. Uh, I mean, I I definitely think that. John. I love the idea of Jim Davis and Rivers Cuomo living together <laughs> in a mansion, which because that makes Rivers Cuomo the lineman in that relationship. Yeah, right, right. Which is on brand. Probably, I say, probably Rivers is. Rivers Cuomo totally a lineman. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, Sorry. All right, go ahead. No, I just I think that it's I, I feel pretty confident in my you know feeling or my belief now that uh, John Arbuckle killed Lyman in 1983. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Disposed of the, or maybe chained him up in 1983, uh-huh. killed him sometime later, disposed of the corpse somewhere, and then on April 2nd, 2013, mm-hmm. the news was announced that yeah. the the skeleton that was found in the woods, yeah. you know, four years ago, was finally identified through DNA evidence right. that it is Lyman. Tragic. Yeah. 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 And John is like, I haven't thought about Lyman in a while. And that's yeah. when he starts <laughs> smiling again. Yeah. What do you think, oh. Ashley? I, I mean, I'm with Tate on this one. I, I think the evidence is indisputable. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this game that was featured on the official Garfield site. And you you look at a decapitated Lyman. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are we to do with that information but to blame John? Right. Yeah. And 
Yeah. So right, because the first game where he's chained up was two thousand two, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The second game where you see his decapitated head was two thousand three, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he had him chained up for twenty, almost twenty, for nineteen years, Damn. and then on the twentieth anniversary of chaining him up, he, he murdered, him. he decapitated <laughs> him, and then yeah. buried his remains. Yeah. Uh-huh. Without the head, which is why it took him so long to identify the body. Right. <laughs> wow, they didn't have the teeth. They didn't have teeth, they and this was like, teeth. yeah, or the mustache that would have oh, given exactly. it away. <laughs> oh, would have been man. a dead giveaway, dude. Like the next, the like next week's comic strip, John shows up wearing Lyman's mustache. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like Garfield. I'm cold. I'm hungry. <laughs> Okay, this is where Tate rips off a mask and he's like, I'm Jim and I've been wearing Lyman's mustache the whole time. Oh, man. (laughs) That's right. I'm Jim Davis. (laughs) I was playing the long game. Tate, tell us now. Tell me now. No, never. He's like, it's another deathbed confession from Jim Davis. He's like, Clearly, I killed a homeless man in uh-huh. 1983. I've been trying to confess for years. Yeah. Doesn't anybody get that? Lyman, guys. Yeah. It's, it's obvious. It's got light in it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What a what a trip. Oh, well, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. But before right. we do, I want to ask you something I've asked everyone who's come on the podcast so far right. um if you had to be a garfield character who do you think you are what character uh, best describes you i mean you know i didn't even know this was an option before today but i have to say lyman <laughs> yeah i'm Odie. <laughs> I my life is remarkably like garfield's <laughs> and, you know except, i don't know like if garfield you know Garfield, every so often Garfield gets forced by John to go on a diet of lasagna and all that. And so that's like, that's sort of like, like me, if I merge those things where I'm like, uh, just like hanging out eating lasagna and all that. But every so often, like my inner John says, okay, okay, Drew, it's time for us to like cut back on the, the carbs and the lasagna <laughs> and the muffins and the pastries and all that relating you with know. that portion of it yeah like where there's there is that there i remember there's panels where like or there's strips where garfield ha- is forced by john to eat like vegetables or whatever and he's like <laughs> yeah i think i'm definitely just like the oblivious yeah. dog yeah who's yeah. just like along for the ride you yeah. know luckily I, f- I don't feel that Odie goes through anything too traumatic. I mean, aside from losing Lyman, I mean, we oh. haven't even touched on the trauma that Dude, Odie yeah, has experienced. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll save that for next time. Yeah. <laughs> next, next week's topic is trauma therapy. <laughs> Odie's trauma. I will say one way I don't relate personally to Garfield, though, is he definitely wants to be alone. And uh, especially during COVID, I went nuts because uh. I had no housemate. No pets, no nothing. We're just like almost two years just in my apartment, and it was, it was harsh, yeah. you know. And it was just like, uh, I would have, I would have. The w- remember when we had that snowstorm happen? Uh-huh. A friend came over who had lost power, yeah. And so it was like, oh yeah, cool for like. 24 hours it was like yay i have like a temporary housemate <laughs> and you now, know i was happy and now just imagine if that person had ended up staying for five years oh yeah and then you, you would have had them. yeah you would would they be decapitated you right would have probably <laughs> but they would have been five good years yeah exactly <laughs> you know we would have just like just in that one panel you know we were just like watch tv for a long time and then suddenly yeah. bonk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one panel where they're watch or that 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 strip where they're watching TV is yeah. the five years that they lived <laughs> together. <laughs> just yeah. at, the, at the end of it, John's exactly. like, "I'm done." That's we him <laughs> hitting his head yeah. to knock him out to take him yep. down to the basement. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It really could be though. Yeah. It is. It, okay, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. Period. <laughs> what well, Tate says. Goes. I feel very clear about this. <laughs> Well, thanks to everyone for joining us today. Thanks for joining us, guests. Yeah, yeah thanks uh, for having us. It was fun. An we honor will, and a privilege. We'll see you all next time. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Christy. Bye. Thanks again for joining us on GarPod. Special thanks to our guests this week, Drew Wesley, Ashley Beasley, and Tate Chitwood. You can catch Drew every Friday at 7 p.m. hosting a free improv jam at 2008 Justin Lane in Austin. 
His improv troupe, Switchblade, regularly produces a show at Violet Crown Clubhouse called Switchblade Saturday Spectacular. Check out their Instagram for show dates. Ashley stars in The Floor is Lava, a sketch show at Fallout Theater every first Tuesday at 8 p.m. All sketches are written and performed by local comics. Yours Truly has written many sketches for this show and highly recommends coming out. Tate does things too. See y'all next time.